Okay, I suppose we better start. Oh, I've got a headache. You, oh, dear. Taken any drugs? Yeah, loads. Have you taken any oh. for the headache? Yeah, yeah, loads. Oh, God. Mm. Right, what are we doing? What are we doing? We're going to... Um, uh, <coughs> what are we going to talk about? Who knows? You just say whatever is on your mind. Yeah, no, I know. I'm just working my way up to the beginning of the show. Oh, God. Boom, boom. What? I'm looking out my window here. It's been sunny and warm for the last, I don't know how many weeks, and now it's grey and miserable and cloudy. How annoying. All I can see is bird shit. Yeah? Yeah. Well, clean your windows then. I will. That's a very good point. I need to clean my car. Okay, right. I suppose we've got to talk about fucking Brexit, haven't we? It might have to have a mention, yes. Yeah, okay. Right, let's start the show. Let's uh, let's just start it and see where we get to and what happens. I was reading somebody's tweeted. Somebody said it was like listening to a couple of old men talking in the pub. Without the beer. Yeah. Well, actually, I don't know what time people listen to this. I suppose any time, but what is the time now? It is about uh, 10.30 in the morning. Yeah, I've got a funeral to go to, so... Um, uh, <clears throat> this cough, you know if you cough so hard, I've just pulled sort of something in my stomach. You know when you cough, you can... <coughs> <coughs> oh, God, yeah. Mm. Do I have to beep out the uh, coughs? We haven't started the thing yet, so you don't. none of this will go out anyway. Okay. Uh. Oh, that was a coffee I just had. Ah. Ah, right, okay. You ready now? Have you got everything? Yeah, ever? play the theme tune. And okay. we'll start. All right, I'll do that now. Okay. Uh, okay, here, here we go. Very good uh, day to you. Welcome to the James Whale Radio podcast, uh, which uh, which goes out right here where you're listening to us uh, every week for over 300 weeks. Oh, God. Is it 300 weeks? Three, 300, yeah. yeah, 300 weeks. Yeah, 301 mm. week this week. Mm. Anyway, welcome to the program. Um, uh, today, I don't know when you're listening to this, but today, of course, uh, is the day that Robert Mugabe has died. I don't know if anybody's interested in that one way or the other, but what, um, you, you know, it's, it's interesting when somebody like that, like that dies, uh, people look f- for good things to say about them. I mean, he was a bit of a, he caused so many people so much trouble and so much upset. Um, I'm not sure I can think of anything good to say about him at all um ruined uh zimbabwe which used to be known as the bread basket of africa but there we are that's enough of that uh more pressing problems haven't we um in this country (laughs) yeah Uh, oh dear oh dear oh dear self-inflicted that's what we have self-inflicted 
problems in this country. I mean, here we are. We have a rising tide of violent crime amongst young people. Uh, and then uh, we have uh, not enough homes in this country. We need uh, more homes being built. We need money to go into various different things. And what are we talking about? Bloody Brexit. Still, I spent uh, two days sitting outside Parliament doing my show on talk radio. Um, I quite like doing it, it has to be said, although it's getting cold in the evenings now. Um, but uh, I spoke to a myriad of uh, politicians, political advisors, political uh, commentators. And, you know, nobody, either nobody has the guts to sort this out or nobody has the will to sort it out. Here we are. I voted to remain. I, I think this whole thing uh, at this particular moment in time was unnecessary. But the more I, information I've gleaned over the past three years, uh, I think I've realised that maybe the way the European Union was trying to turn itself into a federalised state, uh, it probably isn't the best thing. I mean, because if it carried on the way it is at the moment, it would have been more or less a sort of dictatorship, wouldn't it? Telling the countries within the European Union exactly what they had to do. Um, they would be governing every single thing we did without much uh, say from us. And uh, for some reason, uh, that doesn't seem to have got across to a lot of people. They're all absolutely shit scared of this no-deal Brexit. What does a no-deal Brexit mean? Does it mean that we're going to be shut off from the rest of the world, from our nearest trading partners 20 miles across the channel? I don't think so. I think the only thing that we can do now is leave the European Union and then renegotiate uh, um, some kind of relationship with them. You know, those, those countries that we actually trade quite a lot with uh, will still want to trade with us. The problem with the European Union that I have seen is that they've tried to get too big too quickly. Suddenly, <coughs> excuse me, with the demise of the USSR, all those small Eastern European countries that, let's face it, when, when I grew up anyway, were known as Russia. Sl slightly unfair and, and just goes to show you how informed most of us are. But the European Union trying to suck them all up before their economies were really uh, vibrant enough to, to join. And, and, uh, and then, you know, for some strange reason, Tony Blair, when he was the Prime Minister, uh, didn't realise that lots of people from poorer countries, once they joined the European Union, may wish to try uh, and come over here, where other countries within the European Union said no. You know, we're going to have to put a limit on the amount of people who come into our country, which we could have done, and we didn't. And that caused lots of people to get very upset, and then you allowed those people, along with the xenophobes, uh, to get upset, and everybody started moaning, and here we are. We are now here on the brink of a terrible disaster. Um, well, a terrible disaster that we can't make up our minds, and, and the fact is that over a million more people decided they wanted to leave the European Union. Still, we're split more or less down the middle, but over a million people more decided they wanted to leave. And we have postponed it as a nation for three years. Now, they're postponing it or looks as if they may postpone it for even more. I mean, this is just fucking stupid, isn't it? You know, get the left-wing lovies all wanting to remain in Europe, and you ask them why, and they don't really have a clue. They haven't got a clue, except that they like 
Italian food, French wine, and, and various other things. You know, we're still going to be going to Europe, those of us who would like to. And we're still going to be able to uh, hire our villas for the summer or whatever you do. I don't know. Um, but it's just it's just ridiculous that we are in this situation. And that the European Union have decided that they can kind of uh, slap us around, metaphorically speaking, so that we probably give in and say, oh, we're not going to leave after all. Well, we can't do that now. Whatever the likes of Gina Miller and, uh, and, and various other people think, we are going to have to leave. Now, I was, I was a Remainer, but I now have decided and, and seen that this can't go on. We can't go on like this. The problems of Northern Ireland, by the way, are a huge thing that people should have thought of before they started this. David Cameron's an arsehole. He should never, ever have been Prime Minister. Then we're followed up by Theresa May, who's even worse. And now we get Boris Johnson. And Boris is an interesting character. Um, is he Prime Ministerial material? Well, I, I actually think we should give him a chance. And as soon as he says things like, well, I'd rather be dead in a ditch uh, than postpone leaving the European Union again and things like that, and everybody, oh, well, you can't say things like that, you can't do things like that. But, you know... This is exactly how Donald Trump got to be the president of the United States. We live in a time when the majority of people are fed up to the back teeth with wanky politicians, fed up to the back teeth with them. And they're doing absolutely nothing to make us feel any more tolerant towards them. I mean, if... Those guys in Westminster who've all got, oh, they, they talk rubbish. I've interviewed so many. And then you get the ones like we had that fucking journalist who got upset with me on the air. Do you know we've had nearly a quarter of a million people downloaded and listened to the interview? And loads of people complained. Oh, you're too rude to him. Exactly the same way that they complain about Boris. Get over yourselves, for fuck's sake. You know, you don't like Boris, then fine. Who are you going to vote for? You want a Jeremy Corbyn-led country, taxed almost out of existence, business deciding everything nationalised. Is that what you really want? Well, fine, you go ahead. You go ahead. I don't remember a time when anybody said a Labour government actually has done anything great for this country. I remember Harold Wilson and the big freeze, a three-day week and everything, and then the Tories come back and have to patch it up and then everybody gets fed up. Uh, with uh, austerity and living within your means and everything else. And so some uh, some Labour person comes back and uh, off they go again. Problem, I suppose, with Tony Blair is, uh, according to some Conservatives, he was too right-wing for them. And then when they went, eventually, they'd spent all the money and they had nothing left either. I think people are fed up with politicians of all persuasions. They need something a bit different. Boris is a bit different. I don't understand either that his brother, well, I do because, you know, brothers quite often don't get on. But Joe Johnson, who doesn't have a huge amount of personality and most people haven't really heard of, deciding to quit at that particular time and give even more, you know, he, he, he doesn't like it. So he, he, they're all weak, these people. They are weak and pathetic. And so we're in a situation now where nobody can do a fucking thing. No one can make a decision. So the only thing to do, in my view, is to have an election. Because the, the politicians can't sort it out. 
They're too scared. They don't want to offend anyone. They don't want to be voted out. Who is this country for? Is it for the politicians or is it for the people who live here? The politicians are public servants. They're there to look after the running of the country because, you know, if we all decided to run the country, it would become very confusing. But the people who are there now, it seems to me, aren't capable of doing the job. Well, you know, there are a few who are capable, but nobody's going to make a decision. Nobody is going to do anything. I mean, this is just bollocks, isn't it? So we need to have a an election. And so we, the nation, can decide where we're going to go. We're going to vote for a, a party that wants to get us out of the Euro... Oh, I forgot. Both of the major parties and then the little one in the middle, um, the, the, the party in charge at the moment, they're split down the middle as to whether they want to stay or leave. Uh, same with the other party, really. And, uh, and then you've got the ones in the middle who definitely want to stay. So democracy doesn't really work, does it? You know, if, if you ask people what they want and they tell you, uh, and we have a first-past-the-post system as we do, and if you don't like the answer and you're in government, you can actually uh, stick two fingers up to the electorate. And now, of course, we can't have an election because all the politicians don't like the idea of not being able to choose the time which suits them best to have an election. So we're, as they say, up shit street, really, without a paddle, aren't we? I mean, who is going to make the final decision? The courts are going to say? You know, what's it going to do with the courts? This is supposedly a democracy. The people of this country should be able to choose. Now, either we have an election, and I think that will be best. We don't want another referendum because they don't really work. We have an election, and maybe we change the rules. Maybe the rules should be changed to proportional representation. I don't know. But as the way it's going, we should just leave the European Union on the 31st of October. But what I think is going to happen is they're going to kick the can down the road and we are going to be in even more trouble, even more trouble. And this, all of this never really needed to happen. It's because David Cameron didn't think about how he was going to word the referendum. In and out. That's it. We're going to have an in and out, once in a generation referendum. And what the British public decide, that's what we'll do. So when the British public say they want to be out, everybody says, oh, I don't want to go out, really. I mean, it's just bizarre. No wonder politicians are held in such low esteem. And poor old Boris, I thought when he first he came in with a, a great amount of optimism, he's going to get things done. And at every turn, he has been obstructed by legal representation or politicians who are more concerned about their own so-called careers. You shouldn't have a career if you're a politician. It shouldn't be a career. Oh, I've had a career in politics. No, you you're a public servant. It should be something that you do. You take time away from your work and you decide to be a public servant rather than you sit there for 40 or 50 years uh, pontificating about what is best for us. I do hate it when people talk down to you like that. I don't know what the answer is, to be honest with you. I really don't know. I would not want to be Boris Johnson. And imagine that poor old Jeremy Corbyn's probably worried because, I mean, let's face it, if he became the Prime Minister, what the f*** is he going to do? Apart from nationalise the railways and the utility companies and, 
Uh, and anybody earning over £45,000 a year going to be paying more tax. A lot of people earning £45,000 a year are barely managing either because, you know, you don't get any benefits. You work, uh, earn less than that, you get loads of benefits. I mean, I'm I'm exaggerating and oversimplifying, but hey, listen, just makes it easier for me to understand. So what on earth are we going to do? I have no idea. I have no idea. Um, it, because it, we, we're just going to see a bunch of, of wanky politicians doing what they think is best for themselves. And they'll cover it all up by saying it's best for the country. They have not got a f***ing clue. You know, the whole idea that, let, well, well, Boris hasn't said what he's doing. Would you in a negotiation be telling everybody the way you're going? No. And we've got to take off, uh, we've got to take off no deal. How can, how can you have a negotiation when you don't have the ability to say, I'm not going to do a deal if you don't do what I want? It's just fucking stupid. So there we are. Those are my thoughts today on Brexit. And every week, until we actually do something, I suppose I shall have some more. You've been very quiet. I'm just wondering when the EU is going to put us out of our misery and just not give us an extension. Well, I'm hoping they won't give us an extension this time. Why on earth would they give us an extension? They want, let's be honest about it, they want to make an example of us. They want to show the rest of the European nations, if you try to leave us, look what we did to Britain, this is what we're going to do. So now, uh, although I love the people, I love being in Europe, France, Italy, fabulous place. I love those countries. I wish I had enough money not to work anymore and go and live in one of them. The people of, of those countries, a lot of them feel exactly the same way we are now, frustrated about their political system. And the politicians, of course, try to take advantage of it. And eventually, I don't think it'll happen here, but perhaps other place, you, you do get a kind of semi-dictatorship, don't you? Mm -hmm. But I think the European Union might try and uh, think they're cleverer than we are and say, no, you're not... You either, uh, you either come to some agreement with us now or we won't give you an extension and they think we'll come to some agreement. Oh, I'd like that option. Why? I just, I just, I just want them to kick us out. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, I, I can't see uh, how a lot of companies within Europe are really going to, you know, whether it's producing medicine, food, cars, whatever it is. We are one of their biggest customers and they're suddenly going to lose it. I don't even like the way they say people are going to start dying if we leave the EU without a deal. I think that's yeah. just stupid. Well, I think a lot of doctors, uh, and that doctor who leaked the yellow hammer thing, I mean, uh, quite frankly, and I saw him speak the other day, he is so wet and such a... Obviously, he's politically motivated for doing that. You don't, when you are party to something that is... Uh, Every government is going to have to make a risk assessment for the worst possible scenario. Put the drugs yeah. on a plane seat and fly them in. <clears throat> well, they're talking about all the uh, the tariffs and everything else. They're not really working it out. They're not really thought about it. Nobody's thought about it. Yeah, but that's paperwork. Physically getting yeah. the drugs into the country is not going to be a problem whatsoever. No, of course it's not. Absolutely. The whole thing is ridiculous. And the whole thing is being engineered by politicians who just want to try, you know... If they can't make up a decision, then we go to the country, we have, a, we have an election. Oh, no, we're not going to have an election because we might not win, they're all saying. You know, I, I, can't, I can't imagine how two-faced the Labour Party are at the moment. Oh, yes, we want an election, but we're not going to have it when Boris Johnson tells us to have it. Why not? 
David Cameron, who introduced this, uh, you know, single term, whatever a term it is, and, and you have to have the election at a certain time and the pr uh, prime minister can't choose it. Up until then, prime ministers have chosen when they want to go to the nation. Fixed term, I think. That's the word I was searching for. Hmm. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. <sighs> Someone's got to sort it out. Well, who is it going to be? Well, I'm just debating whether I should just put my hat in the ring. Well, I was outside Parliament and I thought, it's only just across the road. Why don't I just go in and take control the other day? Well, why didn't you? Well, I was busy. And I have to tell you, you look at the demonstrators out there on both sides. I mean, they are so thick. Couldn't Boris sack the people responsible for transporting the paperwork to and from the Queen? I don't know why. Well, doesn't she have to sign off on everything? Yeah. Well, then, if, if he sacks the person that takes the uh, paperwork to the Queen and then applies for the new position and it takes a few months for that person to get the job, yeah, then we'd be out of Brexit then, wouldn't we? Well, this is the interesting thing. I'm, I'm not sure how they're, they're going to... If they can't come to any agreement or any... Uh, how are they going to sort this out? Unless we ask for an extension, which Boris won't do, we are out of the European Union. If they haven't come to the table and done a deal, and Boris has always said, seventeenth, uh, the big summit on the 17th of October, when he expects the deal to be done. But you've got all these cowards. They're cowards. Because, oh, no, 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 come on, we've got to do it now. Oh, no, it's, it's like leaving it right up to the line before you rescue the person's about to be hung. So Boris has to ask for the extension himself, does he? Or give the order, at least. Yeah. Well, then just disconnect the phone. Yeah, but, you know, he may well not be in power by then. They're now trying to get rid of him, aren't they? <sighs> There's always a flaw to my theories. Yeah. yeah. And I want to know why that, that trainee police officer passed out behind him the other day. Oh, and the lineup thing that they were yeah. doing, yeah. I was talking to a, um, a Tommy Shepard from the SDP on Talk Radio the other night. Thoroughly nice chap. Uh, they want to be in the European Union, but they want to be out of the United Kingdom. It don't, really, it's, a, it's all a load of bollocks. They're all looking for the way they can make the most of their own careers. And that's why I think politicians have no business having careers. Well, I'm just too I, far away, to be honest. Are you? Yeah, yeah, in Wales. Yeah. What's going to happen with Wales? I've no idea. Anyway, those are my thoughts on uh, on Brexit. And, and, you know, there's very little else to discuss. Um, I'd like to. There's a, a really good story in the, uh, I think it was the Times the other day, about the, uh, you know, if you go to a certain, a lot of schools, you have to buy the school uniform from the uniform shop. You're not allowed to go anywhere else, and they're always very expensive. Yeah, I've just been through that process. £34 for a pair of trousers. And I think it's ridiculous, and I think absolutely they should be stopped. There is actually two shops I could go to, but they're both just as bad as each other. Yeah, but you could go to the supermarket and buy uh, decent clothes for school, uh, you know, for a couple of quid. Doesn't have the school logo on it. Fuck the logo. I tell you what, uh, blazers that you have for school now, the most inappropriate things to wear for kids. Oh, yeah, the, uh, the bullying jacket. Yeah. Yeah. What you need is a sweatshirt or a hoodie with a school badge on. End of story. Yeah, that's, that's what we have in the, in the school my daughter's going to, and, that, and they're expensive because they have the school logo printed on the front of them. That is just ridiculous, isn't it? Mm -hmm. You don't even need the school logo, do you, really? 
No, because the school colours are the school colours. It's only there to identify you if you're playing truant, isn't it? Or I don't you, know. Or when you're out on a school trip, you can recognise which schools. So it's very rare that the same schools in the area have the same colour scheme. I did see a bright purple one the other day. I thought, oh, God. You know, this is just fucking ridiculous. Other countries don't have this. This is left over from the sort of, uh, you, you know, the, the, I don't know, Victorian times or whatever. It just, I don't, it just annoys me that parents are subjected that you got, you know. So a lot of parents have now started their own secondhand uh, uniform shops up and down the country. Yeah, well, your Facebook, and normally you find yeah. a lot of people selling their old school kids' clothes when they're either going up a year or going to a different school, oh. yeah. I mean, you know, to allow these shops to continue on selling stuff that you can buy a lot cheaper is just ridiculous. That's my thought. Anyway, we've got a bit of mail today. By the way, if you want to get in touch, uh, you can email me, jameswellradio at gmail.com. Uh, Stuart has, um, what a, uh, he says, Stuart, Colin, what's that? Virgin, what is all that? He said, I've listened to seven of your podcasts so far. I mean, that leaves me 273 to go. And bollocks, by the way, to that self-superior, far-left tosspot Paul Mason. Well, there we are. Uh, say it as it is. Um, mind you, that interview's had about a quarter of a million listens so far on Twitter. I'll have to stop listening. Yeah, yeah. Uh, James, just seen out of the blue that you are trending on Twitter. Pretty amazed and very glad to see that you are still around and doing well. Cheeky fuck. If I may be so bold as to say, I always thought you would do pretty well in America as a radio host with your style and spirit. And there's a Brit there you might well know called Sebastian Gorka, who has his own internet show and does really well there. And he, in some ways, quite reminds me of your good self. Just a thought. I've never heard of Sebastian Gorka, have you? I have now. Yeah. Well, maybe we should allow, uh, well, you can hear this in America, actually. You can hear it all around the world. Uh, you can, yes. Do you think we should do that? What, go to America? Well, why don't we get in touch with a couple of American radio stations and see if they want to take James Whale's show, which we can do just here, as we do this. We could even do it live, couldn't we? Well, we could, yeah. Yeah, I just, well, yeah. I just can't go into America. We don't have to get in. You just use the telephone. Well, that's okay. I can use the telephone. Yeah. Why don't you ring up a few stations? Well, there's a few stations that put this show out. Yeah. Well, some would pay money. Oh, I see. Right, okay. I get yeah. where you're going. I was just go. thinking of money, okay? Okay. Uh, right, before we go and do anything else, like uh, text talk, I thought we've got a couple of comments from our listeners on Brexit. And again, uh, if you want to get in touch, jameswellradio at gmail.com. Uh, and yes, don't forget, I've got this new TV show that goes out on uh, social media as well, which we do in conjunction with talk radio called James Well Breaks the News, um, which you can see some episodes of on my website. Can have we got them there or not? They're not on. They're not on our website. No. Why not? But it's the property of uh, Talk Radio. Oh right. Okay. Well, if you go to Talk Radio's website, you can see them there. Yeah. Yeah. Because we wouldn't. We shouldn't even think about. Purloining them. Well, we share them. We oh, just, well, we can share them then, fine. We don't Good. host them. Andy Quick says, uh, why was there no contingency plan for this Brexit farce? It's been three years of chaos, and now companies are hitting out 
with cuts that will scar even before we have left. What a load of bullshit that referendum was. One of the world's worst political decisions ever, regardless of what side you are on. It has cost the country and had a major negative impact during austerity. He's right. Andy, you you summed it up uh, absolutely perfectly, mate. That's exactly what it... We have damaged ourselves without having even left. Uh, Caroline Naismith says... uh, Caroline Naismith says, I really feel for Teresa. And now Boris, both banging their heads against a brick wall for the good of our country. I did not vote either way for Brexit, as I felt I didn't know enough about it to make an informed decision. However, the country spoke with their pens, and the politicians have been trying to get us out. How many man-hours have been wasted in discussions for us to have nowhere, got nowhere? Hundreds, hundreds and hundreds, in my view. How many family arguments and feuds has this now caused? Thousands, I would think. Wish this was all over and done with so we can focus on important matters like the health on the care system, rising crime, education, housing, and so on. Caroline, another, you know, this is how people feel. This is how people feel in this country. And uh, we have only got ourselves to blame. Our politicians are a bunch of cunts. What? I'm sorry, I I, I slipped out. Sorry. Our politicians are flipping useless. That's better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll use that one. <clears throat> and I and and quite frankly, I'm not surprised. You know, the ones that that uh, wanted to vote against their own side, uh, and that Boris has withdrawn the whip from, and, and they're going, and they're all crying. I've been in the Tory party for forty years. It's not fair. You know, you 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 you're making a mockery of this nation. And and Boris is now learning, unfortunately, that you know we don't have a political system that really is very democratic. It seems to me to be geared to politicians, what they want. Sorry, microphone. Um, and how are... Oh, I'm, I'm fed up with it, to be honest, as you can tell. I am absolutely fed up with it. I'd like to get hold of... of I don't know who I would like to get hold of. I don't have to get hold of them, really. I can tell them on the radio exactly what I think. And I... I uh, you, you know, every, the frustration amongst the people of this nation is its palpable. Is that the right word? I, I could go with that word, yeah. Yeah. You know, you can feel it when you you talk to everybody. And people, politicians say, oh, I'm sure everybody's bored about this Brexit thing now. Let's talk about something else. No, mate. That's all anybody's talking about because you've cocked it up. Anyway, you better do tech talk. I'm bored now. Well, well, you're bored now. I mean, God knows what you'll be afterwards. Okay. Well, that's what I thought. So, oh, shit. What's wrong? Why do you keep banging everything? I've got this cold. I don't feel well. All right, then. Uh, 20 million phone numbers from Facebook users have been exposed in an online database, including 18... Sorry, 200 million phone numbers. That's a lot more. I was going to say, that's not very much before. Anyway, go on. (laughs) Uh, Including 18 million UK ones. Yours is okay. Yeah, I know. Nobody can get mine. I can't even find it. Yours comes up unavailable. Yeah. Yeah, and I try to, you know, because lots of people won't answer the phone to you now. 
if it comes up unavailable. Well, I, I, I know it's you. Paul Daniels and yourself were the only two people I knew that had unavailable numbers when they phoned me. So I had to guess yeah. each time I got a missed call unavailable. I had to phone either one of you to try and find out which one it was. Good. Well, there we are. Keeps you on your toes, doesn't it? Well, now I obviously know which one it was because sadly Paul isn't with us. So Yeah. So now it's only me. Yeah. Yeah. Even the uh, dodgy car crash claims companies and stuff, they, they even give you a number to look at. Do they? Yeah. What are you doing now? I don't know. I'm trying to find out what this is. Well, try looking at it. I'm taking out the envelope. Oh, I see. It's an envelope. Okay. Oh, that's where it's gone. What has gone? Oh, that's my contract from Talk Radio. Does it expire or has it expired? Oh, I don't know. Hang on. I was hoping it would expire soon. Oh, renegotiate. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, no, it's end of the year. Okay, all right, carry I, on. I was going to volunteer to renegotiate for you at a no. modest 3.5% fee. Is that all? Yeah. I'll do the negotiations, thanks. Well, do I still get 3.5%? <coughs> no, 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 you get f*** all. No change there. Right. No. Amazon uh, Fire TV sets will soon be available in the UK, so you'll be able to get Alexa on your telly. So you'll be able to talk to your telly now. I don't use Alexa. You should do. It's really good. Why? You do, but I use Siri on my phone. Yeah, but Alexa's much better than Siri. Is it? Yeah, well, for a start, Alexa's voice doesn't change when you're having a conversation with her. What does Siri's? Well, Siri can also change sex depending on the connection, which is quite alarming. All right. One minute you get this nice, sexy voice from a a, a lovely female. Then you get a bit of a computery female voice, and then you get a, Hello, I am Siri. I don't get that at all. I just get some sort of... um... Who pronounces all the all the names in my contacts list wrong? But anyway, that is true. Alexa does do that every now and again. Sort of pronunciations are a bit wrong, mm. but she is more useful. She can uh, she can uh, turn the radio on for me, and she can uh, turn my lights on. If we carry on that way, yeah, we'll be born with no arms. Soon she'll be able to drive your car for you. So don't you have to have special lights to sort of be turned on? Yeah, you, well, the, the lights in our house that are controlled by Alexa are controlled by a plug socket. So you just put this little plug socket just before uh, the plug yeah. and it hooks up to your Alexa and you just go, Alexa, lights on. And if you've got multiple lights, you can say, Alexa, bedroom light on or Alexa, mm. kitchen. Yeah, but who presses the, the knob, the light switch? Oh, Alexa does that. Physically, you've got to push on a light switch to turn the lights on. No, 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 no. Alexa sends an electronic signal to a little relay in the little box on the wall. Do you have to have all that fixed in? Yeah, but it's all retrofitted. You don't need to strip anything out. You just plug it in. You can even get light bulbs with Alexa in it. I don't understand it. So you just put the light bulb in the ceiling and you say, Alexa, turn on the light. And then as long as it knows which light you're talking about, it'll turn that light on. All right. Well, maybe I'll have to get one. Anyway, carry on. Right, okay. In fact, you could send me a light bulb. I'll, I'll play around with it, see if it works. I need to send you Alexa first. 
All right, okay. I'll, I'll put her in a little box and I'll ship her down to you. Is she um, is she attractive? She's very attractive. Is it like one of these sort of these, you know, almost humanoid sex uh, robots? No, but I could probably order you one of those if you want one of those. That might be quite funny, except they don't really chat, do they? Do you really want them to chat? Is that what they're there for, really? Well, I kind of miss that. Oh, okay. Well, I can chat to you while you're uh, sorting yourself out. No, I don't want that. Right, okay, carry on. Uh, Nintendo games to be played in UK schools so kids can learn life skills. So we're now going to get Mario and Donkey Kong in schools. It's going to be part of the new computing curriculum, as well as a national esports competition in schools. Yeah, we'll have all those fucking religious nutters demonstrating outside because they'll be doing uh, sex education on them. Oh, I, I, do you know, I, I just... The Christians and the Muslims and their obsessions with sex drives me mad. Obviously, not everybody who is a believer in whatever, but some of them, fucking hell. They talk bollocks. Do you know that? They talk absolute bollocks. I was talking to one the other day who was trying to convince me that Adam and Eve actually existed and that we all came from Adam and Eve. Fuck off. You're ridiculous. Isn't that incest? I don't know what it is, but it's 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 all bollocks. I mean, you know, uh, you're entitled to believe whatever you want to believe, but don't try and tell me. It's the same way, you know, what, what goes through the fucking head of a wanky twat cunt? There's a lot of fucking anger in my voice at the moment. Some wanker that straps explosives to themselves and then goes and detonates it, kills themselves and lots of innocent people in the belief they're going to go to paradise. They're not. What is it about religion? And, you know, what is... And the smugness and the superciliousness of those people who purport to be believers and, you know, mullahs and rabbis and vicars and priests and all the rest of them, they sort of talk in a certain way and... Ah, oh, for goodness sake, I'm fed up with it. Religion. Religion and politics are two things I think we would all be better off without, wouldn't we? We'd be better off in hell. Loads of warmth, loads of sex. Sorry, but there is no such place as hell. Oh, come on. Imagine there's no heaven. Imagine there's no hell. Imagine... Oh, I can't remember the words of the song now, but anyway... If people would just get on and live their lives and make the most of it and try and make other people's lives a little better as well. We'd live in a lot, a lot nicer space. I was looking forward to going to hell. Yeah, well, don't, because it's not there. Nor is the other place, so I won't worry about any of that. Okay. I mean, it would be nice to think you're going to, you know, and and people after. after, um, uh, you know, a particular funeral. Well, they'll be looking down on you now. No, they won't. Well, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. It's unlikely. Anyway, come on. Have uh, you finished? You've uh, done any movies? Or no, no, I haven't watched any movies, but I have been watching the uh, lost episodes of Dad's Army. Have you seen those? No. They're very good. Are they? Yeah, it's like... Why watch- were they lost? They lost the tapes. Haven't they been done by some other... Haven't they done them by someone else? Yeah, they're fresh actors, but they all more or less look very, very similar to... And the way they do it, and the sets and everything, it's amazing. Mm. I've only watched three episodes. I think there's only three, but they should do more. Mm. Really good. Check it out. 
on UK Gold, I think. We know my one of my mates, one of my oldest friends, Peter, his dad played the Verger. I was waiting for him to be in it, if you know what I mean. Mm. Uh, but he isn't. Well, I think, what, the Verger or... No, his son. Mm. Well, he looks now like his dad. Well, that's what I was thinking. And he, and he did go for the audition, but they didn't choose him. The movie was terrible. Do you remember the movie with yeah, Catherine Jesus Jones? Oh, yeah. dear me. No, I think it was the movie he went for an audition for. Ah, that sounds more realistic, yeah. Mm. But mm. he should have gone for the auditions for the... Uh, for the uh, I don't, I've never spoken to him, but he's never mentioned it. So, I mean, presumably he knows, but... I mean, I shouldn't say anything, but well, I'm sure... He still gets uh, money. Oh, repeat fees. Yeah, I mean, it's come... It used to be his mum, and his mum died, and now it's down to him and his brother... And they still pay out. You can't get those sort of deals anymore. I wonder if he'll get paid out for the the lost episodes. Mm, that's an interesting thought. Yeah. Well, even though his if it, dad wasn't his in dad it. wasn't in it, or they're all new actors, I'll ask him. Three percent share. Mm. I've just broken a nail. Shit. Oh, I did that the other day, and every time I put my finger on the table, it's. Mm. Oh, it's hard to go straight through you. Yeah. Well, I have to go and get a nail file. Can we get on with this? Because I've got to go, as I said, to a funeral. As long as it's not Mugabe. Mugabe? Mm. No, it's not his funeral, no. He's only just died. A friend of mine. Uh, Questions for the whale, then? All right, okay. Uh, Do you know what I'm doing now? Um, Let me have another listen. No, that's okay. It's safe. Go on then. What are you doing? I'm putting some of that clear varnish on my nails, so... Clear? Well, I would have thought you'd had a nice colour. I uh, Yeah, I used to in the 80s on my little finger. Black. Very fashionable. No, I'm just doing it now because that broken bit, I thought, probably... <clears throat> anyway. Okay, Rob Mack, what would you looks do... Looks nicer on the TV. What looks nice on the nail polish? Painted nails, yeah, yeah. So if you look at my TV show tonight, going out live, um, and you can hear it on talk radio as well, Friday night, first hour of the show, 7 to 8. Oh, yeah, a few weeks ago you were moaning about Boris with his hands in his pockets. Yeah. On TV. Yeah. And yet you do the same thing on your TV show. I do not. Okay. When did I put my hand in my pocket? I've I've watched the TV shows and uh, you you sort of lean against the desk with your hand in the pocket. Right, I'll have a think about that. Okay, go on. Uh, Rob Mack, what would you do to affect change if you were PM? Uh, I'd sack most of the uh, politicians and uh, I would uh, have my own way. Uh, Dave Starr, if Parliament deny the results of the first referendum, what would be the point in having another one for them to ignore again? Nothing at all. The, the referendums are a ridiculous waste of space. It's just a public opinion, isn't it? It's not really uh, yeah. Yeah. anything really. Uh, Chris James, if a general election were called, who the f*** would I vote for? It's like choosing between syphilis, gonorrhea or herpes. Uh, it's a very good analogy, Chris, but I think you would uh, vote for the person uh, who is prepared to take us out of the European Union and get Brexit done. Or the one that you could get rid of with uh, antibiotics. Yeah. Uh, Stuart Rankin. Why didn't you get into politics, James? Uh, Really, well, because it wasn't as uh, entertaining and interesting uh, when I was a lot younger. 
Uh, Imi, Timmy, uh, where are you? Uh, sitting on a chair. Robert Ward, we have four seasons, spring, summer, autumn and winter. Should we add one more? And if so, what should we call it? No, we shouldn't. I'm quite happy with uh, spring, summer, autumn and winter. I don't want another one, and I can't think of any reason to have another one at all. Can't we have spring, summer, 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 autumn, spring? No, we can't, because I like the fact that the autumns, the autumns, that the, <laughs> I like, I like the fact that the seasons change in this country. Uh, Leo Verdi, hmm. is the earth flat? Or voluptuous? What a stupid fucking question. I only read... I'm not answering that, because if he doesn't know, then he doesn't deserve to be allowed to listen to this programme. It's flat. It's not fucking flat, you twat. (laughs) Well, I thought he'd go away if I just gave him an answer. Don't be ridiculous. I mean, what a stupid... Yeah, these people who believe the earth is flat, what a bunch of wankers they are. They're not very creative, are they? I mean, they could prove no. to themselves that it's not flat very easily, and they don't it, bother. It, absolutely. No. You just have to sail towards the sun. You can't sail towards the sun. Yeah, you can, because it keeps going round the earth because it's round. Well, the sun's in the sky. How can you sail upwards? Don't be ridiculous. You sail towards the sun, say it's going down in the west, right? Yeah. And eventually it goes down below the horizon. Just uh, get a weather balloon, put a camera in it, and send mm. it up yourself and take a photograph. Don't believe anyone else's photographic evidence. Yep. Have, a, have a go yourself. It's not not yeah. rocket science. Good idea. It's a good idea. That's, uh, strangely for you, a good idea. Uh, only cost you probably about 50 to 100 quid to uh, verify. Yeah. Yeah. Easy job done. Uh, Rob James. Did the person who invented the door knocker win a Nobel Prize? <laughs> very good, very funny, most amazing, but no, they didn't. And Steve Lewis wants to know where his cat has gone. Next door. Are we finished? Good, I'm off. I'm going to lie in the hot tub for ten minutes. Completely naked. Not again. Yeah. Just as well you don't have neighbours. It is luck, isn't it? Hmm. Can you turn the cameras off, though? No. I, I, you know, if you've got it, why not flaunt it? Yeah, I know. You know, there's a live feed going to your garden, and it's like, <sighs> I have to monitor the security, <laughs> and it's like every now and again. <laughs> oh, shit. I, say, I see this little hermity-type man running across the garden with streaking. Yeah. Streaking? Hmm. All right, okay. I'm about to do it now. Right. I'm going. See you later. Uh, don't forget, if you want to get in touch, jameswhaleradio at gmail.com. And if you're a bit bored of the moment, go to our website at jameswhaleradio.co.uk and buy one of my books. Not one. Buy, buy a few. Yeah, buy a few and give them to your friends. Yeah. Yeah, or prop up your tables with them or something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll let you go off and, um, and dip your bits.
listening to the James Well Radio Show. For more information, visit www.jameswellradio.co.uk. Why not check us out on facebook.com slash jameswellradioshow or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason.